Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is one of your hosts, Michelle Bader. Unfortunately, you just get me today. Mark Massaro, my good friend and co-host, is on the road. He is moving from California to Tennessee. So he is going from place to place. He's in hotels. He doesn't have the setup to do the podcast right now, but we didn't want to miss another week. So I am excited to be here with you and share some things going on in my life. So it's been a really fun time. Last week was Valentine's Day, which was amazing because my boyfriend Joel was visiting. It was super, super fun. I mean, the whole time he was here was like jam-packed and had a great time. We took the kids to a trampoline park. We also went to a movie that night. They had a great time. Uh, He met a lot of my friends. I had a surprise birthday party for him because his birthday was the week before. Um, Just so many, many things. We had this beautiful, beautiful time on the river um, for Valentine's Day dinner. We also had this crazy double rainbow show up right behind us. We were taking Valentine's Day pictures and it was so beautiful. And I thought of later how it kind of represented my two loves, my love for my late husband, Luke, and my love for Joel. And so it was very, very appropriate and fitting and just new beginnings and new starts. And it was an amazing time. So um, I really, really enjoyed that. And I'm just like really enjoying this new season of a new relationship and love after loss and just what that is like. And it's hard sometimes, you know, because, you know, just all the things we've talked about in other episodes that go along with that, but overall it's good. It's been really, really good. So just really enjoyed the time that he was here and just the way that he is um, just bonding with my kids and my family and my friends and just our love grows every single time we're together, um, just as we see more and more of how our lives could merge together. It is long distance, so that is difficult. We don't know how it's all going to pan out, but we trust God. We totally trust God that it's going to be what it's supposed to be. And I want to be clear here, like none of this is like bragging. Cause I know this is a widow podcast. I am a widow and I, I literally like to share about my new love because I want you to know that there is love after loss. I remember, and you may be at this point, I remember thinking, I don't even ever want to love anyone again. I, there's no one for me, but Luke. And that's how I felt, but my heart changed over time. And I learned that it could expand to love two people. And I know there are people out there that know this for a fact, because <laughs> I've heard it. They don't understand the concept that you can, your heart can grow. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's like, when you have your first baby, you think, whoa, I can never love another child as much as this. You have a second one, your heart grows, you love it just as much, your third and so on and so on. And I feel like it's the same way with love after loss. Um, I can love Luke, my late husband, and I can also love Joel, my current boyfriend. So anyways, it's been an amazing, amazing time over the last couple of weeks and just really enjoyed it. So I also just organized my first like grief support event. If you happen to live in Vancouver or Portland, we'd love to have you March 15th. Um, I have 
there's six speakers and the goal is to try to get people in the community to come together and to support them as well as just be able to have people share their stories and give them hope and inspiration. So that's a little bit about what's going on in my life. And like I said, Mark will be back hopefully next week um, as soon as he gets a little bit settled in his new house and has his equipment ready to record. So the title of today's episode is dealing with judgment from those who aren't widows. I knew you would get this. So this is something that I have specifically been dealing with a lot lately because I am in the public eye um, with especially TikTok. It's really growing. And it's actually TikTok and Instagram where there's been a lot of negative hate. So just to be clear for me, the the hate and, and the judgments have not come from anyone I know. At least they haven't expressed them to me. Everything I'm going to be talking about is from people that I don't even know. So this may or may not apply to you, but I'm sure we can all relate in some way or some form. I mean, yes, I have experienced not hate from people that I know, but misunderstanding, like, you know, someone saying to me, I, if my husband died, I would never want to get remarried. And I'm like, "Mm, you don't know that you have no idea you don't know what it's like. I mean, it's easy to say that when your spouse is alive and you can't picture it, but that can change. But that's not exactly what I'm talking about today. I'm talking like total judgment. So I have a pretty large following um, on TikTok. And one of my big messages right now is it's okay to date. Don't feel guilty. We've talked about this on the podcast that your love is not any less for your spouse your late spouse, if you love someone new, like it doesn't change that. And I think there's such a misconception out there with people who are not widows. (laughs) I mean, it's like every hate comment I've got, they're not widows. It's like, you don't even know. So a lot of my videos, when I started saying how long I've been a widow, for example, I had several videos because Joel and I started dating in about 17, 18 months. I started, you know, since Luke passed away, I started posting videos saying, you know, 18 months ago, I became a widow. Now God brought a new love into my life. And I got, Ooh, I got so much hate for that. I mean, the meanest comments about, um, like, you know, just having no respect for my husband. You must not have loved him. You didn't wait, blah, blah, blah. Like so many, and I'm not talking like, I didn't like, start dating like a month after. And if somebody does, guess what? I don't judge anyone who dates at any point because we all grieve differently. There's also, you have to take into account that we all have different grief timelines. Like I did a lot of anticipatory grief. Like I knew he was dying. And I know there's others that are listening. They had a shock death. They had no preparation. You had no preparation. You know, like we all have different stories. And so somebody might be ready right away. Somebody might be ready later. It doesn't matter. But there's this thing in society where they feel like you've got to mourn for like a certain amount of time. And I've even been getting hate for being happy. I'm not even kidding. I um, got like the worst hate. It's not even worth like reading all of it, but it was basically like I should die because I'm so awful. It it was, it was like a, a death thing. Like you should die because you have no respect for your husband because you're happy. And it's like, what? in the world. (laughs) And so what we're talking about today is like, how do you deal with that? And yours may not be as extreme. I pray 
It is not as extreme because I don't want anyone to go through it. It has not been fun. Even had some hate from someone that's not from TikTok, not a friend of mine, but mm, I'm not even going to go into details, but they know the situation. They know, they don't know me, but they um, thought it was their place to send a hate email to me or that, that hate email, hate text actually got to me and it shook me for a little bit. It shook me. So I'm going to tell you what happens to me and like how I get past it. Um, what happens first? It depends on what it was. So I'm going to take this example of this, um, person who the, uh, hate text eventually got to me. And, um, what happens is like with that one, cause it was the worst, it's worse than the Instagram one. I just told you about, it's actually a lot worse. And what I did with that first is I got angry, like really angry. Then I got a little defeated, like, okay, like, I don't want to be out in the public anymore. I don't want people, you know, she made fun of all my TikToks and like all the stuff I'm doing, which by the way, is to help other people. And for every one person who puts me down, there's like literally hundreds who tell me that I help them. I had someone tell me one day, I went on my first date because of you, you've inspired me. I get out of bed because of you, you know? So what I'm doing is helping people. And so I get angry and then I got defeated. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, you know, when I'm putting myself out there, I'm speaking on a podcast, I'm doing my TikToks, I'm doing all this stuff. You know, people are shooting darts at me and arrows at me, you know, there's so much more that I can't get into on the podcast about there are people who don't like me and that's hard, you know, um, for specific reasons that I can't get into <laughs> just for sake of don't want to, I'm not a drama person. I could easily, if I wanted to, I could easily say names and the situation and all of that, but I'm not. So anyways, um, I do this to help people. I do this to give inspiration. My, my message I want people to know is it will get better. Like that's one of the big things I wanted to know when going through this is will it get better? Um, I want people to know they don't need to feel guilty about dating again. And I want them to know that God is the joy. He is the reason I have joy again. And I think that message has gotten confused a few times. So I've tried to make it more clear. I had my joy back before Joel. He is a bonus on top of the joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Like God already brought back my joy and my strength that, I mean, my joy, um, with his strength before I reconnected with Joel and started dating him. And so my message is the joy of the Lord is my strength. And God is the reason that I'm here. God is the reason that I am functioning and was able to get out of bed and start smiling again, laughing again, feeling joy again. And so I really work on getting those messages out. So I'm still going through my process. I get mad. I get sad and a little bit defeated. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then this is what happens. I pray about it. I might cry about it. And then I feel like I'm a warrior. Like it makes me stronger. It makes me more motivated. So it's like when the haters come, I actually get more motivated to keep going. It might take me a day. It might take me an hour. I don't know, depending on what, who it is and what they say, but what happens is I'm like, mm, Satan, not today, not today. You will not defeat my purpose today because I honestly feel called. I feel called 
to help those who are mourning. Helping widows not only survive, but thrive. That's really the theme of what I want to do with my life. Like, I feel like I didn't want to be in this club, the widow club. None of us do, right? But I'm here. And because I'm here, I want God to use my experiences to help others who are mourning and to give them hope that it will get better. So it just, it actually fuels my fire when I get the hate. It might take me a little bit. And from there, I'm able to go, I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior for God. And this is not going to stop me. Your words cannot stop me because I have a calling on my life. And all it did was add some fuel and fire to what I'm supposed to do. And then I go harder than ever. And so that's kind of the process that's been happening. The last week, there was so much hate, like so much hate that I'd never felt in my entire life. And then I realized hurting people hurt people. So this hate that's coming at me, it's not even about me. Like the people who are like, you shouldn't be joyful. (laughs) You shouldn't love again. You didn't love your husband because you have a new boyfriend. They are hurting because why else? Like just some of the comments and like, I would never in a million years say this to somebody. And so I try I try sometimes, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes it's hard in the beginning. I try to stop and pray for them. It might take me a little bit to get to that point where I can say, okay, God, these people are hurting. I pray for them. I forgive them. I release them. Because if I let that unforgiveness grow in my heart, it's just going to make my life horrible and stop me from my calling and stop me from being able to help other people. And so how this relates to you. You may not be out in the public eye, but I'm sure you've had some of this. And so hopefully your process, you can also get to a place where you can release it, like the people who don't understand and pray for them. Because a lot of times there are people, not these people, these are just plain old haters, (laughs) like plain old haters, like this one person in the hate yet last week. Um, was like tearing apart how I look in the way that I talk and that I dance like a monkey. I mean, just cray cray, like crazy stuff that it's just was pure hate and pure evil. And, um, you know, that I disrespecting my husband and, you know, I'm just trying to make a profit, you know, just all this stuff that I had to go. What is truth? Mm none of this. And there's a very specific reason that I will not get into on here, why this person doesn't like me. And I had to look at that and I had to release. And so my hope and prayer for you is that that can also happen for you because we're all going to get the haters in some way at some point in our life. And if we just hold on to that pain and that bitterness. I mean, if I sit and I think about some of these words, it can make me really angry, but if I can release and go, God, they are your children. They are hurting. And I pray for them. I forgive them. I release them. It releases me to move forward in my calling. I mean, I actually felt this. There were so many things this last week that literally like paralyzed me from wanting to move forward in my calling. And then I have completely released them now. And I can feel Like today, I just felt so much more in my purpose and like, God, I need you every step of the way. And I need you to strengthen me. I need you to help me forgive. I need you to help me focus on like 
focus on eternity. Like this is such a little portion of what we will live. We'll live in eternity with Jesus in heaven, with Luke, with all of our loved ones. And I don't want to get bogged down in the, the pain of today. And this person hurt me and blah, blah, blah. Like I want to keep Mark is so good about this. Like he's so good at like eternally focused. He's helped me with that for a long time. And he talks about a lot in the podcast. So I'm sure you've heard it about really focusing on eternity. And that helps me too, to be like, this is nothing. And I feel like also when people like us, widows, widowers, people going through grief have been through hard things, they understand that this is nothing like, yeah, this stuff hurt me but it is nothing compared to watching my loved one suffer and die. Right. Like I, I think that about everything now. And then I think, man, these people have no idea. Like this is nothing, you know, and I shake it off, shake it off. In fact, they did a video on TikTok once where I said, shake it off about the haters and some comments that were made. And I respond because a lot of people are like, don't respond to the comments. I do it to educate people like that. This is not the way that you treat widows. Um, this is not okay. We loved our late spouses. And just because we have a new love does not mean we didn't love them. We didn't respect them. Like Luke loved the like goofy, happy, joyful side of me. And that's, it's like, I'm getting back to that now without the weight of sickness and death. And he would want this for me. I know, I believe I have no biblical backing, so don't quote me, (laughs) but I like to believe that God lets people in heaven see the happy moments. You know, we know they can't be sad in heaven. So I like to, I tell my kids this, I feel like there's some kind of goggles that like, like daddy has on some kind of goggles where he can only see the good. And so I'm like, I think he's seeing this moment, you know, and I feel like he sees my happiness and my joy and my time with Joel and he's happy for me and watching, you know, Joel with the kids and, you know, like he, I feel like he's happy and he would want this for me. And so I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep sharing my story, sharing my journey, no matter how much the haters hate. I'm putting this out there too, to help me. If I ever feel like quitting to be like, nope, I'm going to keep speaking my truth. I'm going to keep sharing my story because I want to give hope to those who are in this Those first few months are brutal, man. Those are brutal. If you're there, I want to tell you something. It's going to get better. I promise you those first few months were the worst time of my entire life. Well, leading up to it, watching him suffer, all of it was horrible. And so I feel like God has given me this calling to help people. And that's what I'm going to keep doing. And I'm going to try to shake off the haters. And I hope that I know this isn't like our typical episode, but I was thinking about what am I dealing with right now that I could speak to? And this is just what came to my mind and I've been praying about it. And I just feel like this is what I need to share. And so I know, I know because God has his reasoning, his timing, whoever's listening to this right at this point, this is something that's going to help you on your journey that you keep doing what you know to be right. You keep doing your journey. Do not let anybody tell you, you shouldn't be happy. Do not let anyone tell you that you should start dating again, or you shouldn't start dating again, or you should blah, 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 blah. You should be happy by now. You shouldn't be this happy. You know, like all this stuff, we get such mixed messages as widows too. It's like, hello, (laughs) 
pick what you want to say because you're giving me mixed messages. So anyways, this isn't like a super long episode. I just really wanted to speak to this and, um, you know, I just try to like respond in love, but I still think that these things sometimes need a response. Someone should not be able to say the things that they say without some accountability. And I have seen it so much in this past week with all the hate, people can say anything behind their keyboard, their phone, wherever they're at. And it, they can hide behind that and they'll say anything, but in your face, they might not, you know? And so it's just like, people are just cowardly saying whatever. And it's a fallen world. This is not a perfect world, obviously by any means. And so there's going to be hate. And until we're in heaven with Jesus, there's going to be sin and there's going to be hurt and there's going to be pain. What keeps me going, like right now, I'm like imagining Jesus in heaven. I'm imagining Luke. I'm imagining all the loved ones that I know there and just what that's going to be like to get out of this world of pain. But while we're here, let's give hope to others. If you're a seasoned widow, find a new widow to give hope to. You know what I mean? If you're a new widow, reach out to a seasoned widow and say, Hey, I need help. I need help. I need hope. You know, a great place to do that is our Facebook page. It's growing like crazy widowed too soon. Just look it up on uh, Facebook with a two for widowed too soon. You'll find a community of people. Um, you can say I'm a seasoned widow. Um, I need help or I'm, you know, I'm a seasoned widow. I'd love to help you. Or I'm a new widow. I need help. Anyways, there's so many things that we can do with our time, with our pain. And if you're in a place where you're like, I can't give, that's okay too. But I just want to encourage you to don't let anyone dim your light. Don't let anyone tell you how you should or shouldn't be as a widow. Like they have no clue, (laughs) like no clue. And that's like I said, all the hate comments come from people who aren't even widows. And I'm like, what is going on? You know? So like I said, that's kind of my process. I get mad then sad. And then I stand up and say, what? I'm a warrior. You can't stop me. (laughs) There's a song. I'm going to put a link to it. I think it's Hannah Kerr and it's called warrior. You'll never stop me. I'm a warrior. In fact, this is really cool. When Luke was going through cancer, somebody actually nominated me as a warrior and I won. And she sent me like Hannah Kerr sent me a t-shirt and uh, a CD and stuff. And I was nominated to be a warrior. So that was pretty cool. So I'm going to put a link to uh, the song warrior. I want to challenge you to listen to that because guess what? You are all warriors. Listen to that again. You are all warriors. No matter where you are in your widow journey, whether you're a brand new widow, you're a seasoned widow, you're not even a widow, but you're going through grief or whatever, however you got here today, you're a warrior. Do not let other people stop you from your destiny. Again, Do not let other people stop you from your destiny. And something huge that kept coming to my mind over and over this weekend with this really horrible, ugly, nasty situation that happened. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and the authorities and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. I will write the whole verse in there. Blah, blah, blah was the wrong words, but you know what I'm saying? It's a verse. Actually, I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, that God really gave to me about, you know, when we're having struggle with all this hate, it's not actually the people it's like, 
it's like the enemy. You know what I mean? Like that also helps me get through this, you know, get, gets through, get through the pain of the things people say to realize it's not the person, you know, it's, um, it's not the person it is the enemy trying to get to us. And like, it's so interesting because I feel like the enemy knows like exactly how to attack us. And the things that were said to me were really hard for me. And, um, anyways, it just, it was hard. It was a hard, hard week, but guess what? It brought me to where I am today to where I wanted to share this podcast. So you know what? God uses everything. Here it is. Okay. Ephesians 6, 12 for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So that's it. I mean, that's really it. You guys, when you're getting attacked, when there's judgments, it's not really the people, it's not flesh and blood. It's the rulers, the authorities, the powers in the dark world, you know, and that helping that helps me to get through it, to be like, it's not really this person, like hurting people, hurt people. And it's because of this. And because of that, I'm a warrior for God. And I'm going to keep going world for Christ. And I'm going to keep going and I'm not going to let anybody. And I mean, anybody stop me from my calling. And I pray the same for you. Mic drop. I know it's not the same without Mark and his nineties song references and his funny, funny things he says, but this is what we got today. This is what we got today, folks. He'll be back. He'll be back next week. We'll have a regular episode. It'll be awesome. But I appreciate you tuning in, even without work. <laughs> and you're tuning in to Michelle. Hey, there are some people out there who have said they want to be guests. I'm sorry that we have not gotten back to you. We've been in kind of a crazy place um, with uh, Mark moving and just a lot of stuff going on. So we will get back to you if you've said you want to be a guest. And for anybody else out there who has a story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at widowedtosoonm at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, widowedtosoon, Facebook, widowedtosoon. <laughs> Actually, Instagram is widowedtosoon underscore. Any of those places, we'd love to connect with you. And we'd love to just uh, hear your story. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. God, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for each and every person listening at this moment, whatever moment they're listening and I just pray that you just give them strength, give them peace. God, I just pray the peace that passes all understanding over every person who's listening right now, whatever's going on in their home and their lives and their jobs, their kids, like whatever, God, I just pray for peace that passes all understanding to cover their minds and their bodies and their spirit. And I just pray for just the encouragement to live another day without their loved one. And that you give them hope, you give them inspiration, and God, that you give them joy, that you just cover them with joy as they walk into another day. We just thank you for all you've done. Amen. Well, thanks again for joining us today, I guess joining me <laughs> today. And um, if you liked this podcast, we'd love it if you give us a little bing, five stars on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen or you could write a review. We just got a new one this past week. Thank you for the person who wrote that. We really appreciate it. It helps get the word out to other widows. Um, we want to just spread this message of hope and inspiration and Jesus's peace and all that stuff. So anyways, I hope you guys have a really fabulous day and we'll see you next time.